Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for and by podcasters. We interview podcasters for the real scoop on podcasting. Whether you're thinking about starting a podcast or have been podcasting for years, you'll find lots of inspiration, valuable lessons, and tips in our interviews. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Please visit podbean.com, the home for podcasters. Hi, I'm Toph. I am the uh, creator and host of the Gravity Beard Podcast. And uh, greetings to everybody at the Shanghai Podfest. I'm joined here with my co-host, Adam. Adam, how are you? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. And I'm also joined by Keith Gala, the host and creator of the Pop-Up Filmcast. How are you? Hello, sir. And Phil Kirstner, who uh, was the creator and host of My Think Can Meet Your Thing. Hello. And we're doing this uh, for Shannon Martin of Podbean. Podbean is the uh, service that hosts that hosts and what would you say? That is the... I'd say hosts. That's the platform that hosts our podcast. And just briefly about them, they are great. We've had a great experience. We've been on them since we started podcasting three and a half years ago. Uh, the customer service is incredible. They're incredibly responsive. There was one example that I won't get into detail about, but I'd reached out to them and made a very specific suggestion about their website. They not only took it in, but they implemented my idea I think by the end of the day or the next day. Wow. So, and they're constantly upgrading and changing things and adding new features and services. And so Podbean has been great. And they always pay us quickly when we do commercials like these. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. So thank you, Shannon. Um, thank you, Podbean, for being such a great host. But also thank you, Shannon, for asking us to participate um, in the Shanghai Podfest with these questions. So what we're doing here, guys, is we are discussing... Uh, engagement, community engagement. Um, they wanted us to talk about the Gravity, Beard in, the Gravity Beard interns and how that's a really good example of, of an audience engaging uh, with the host, the, with the creator of the group in, the, in a podcast. So let's just jump right into the questions. We've already done number one. That was introduce uh, yourself in the podcast briefly. I guess uh, regarding the podcast, the Gravity Beard podcast is always since its inception is, is a variety show podcast. Uh, whenever you tune in from week to week, we have a, we have we do have elements of the show that are consistent and have been since we started it, but it has evolved since we started it. But it's a variety show in that you don't know necessarily what we're going to do from week to week. We've done a huge um, array of things from interviews to roundtable discussions to you know a lot of different things under the comedy umbrella. And then uh, currently we're doing we did uh, this week today, which is something we've done consistently for last year and a half or mm-hmm. so. Uh, and then more recently we've done staff meetings, which is really a, a talk show segmented formatted show that we put together because we're getting so much great content out of the gravity beard interns Facebook group. So that's essentially what the podcast is regarding the community itself. Explain a little bit about the community, the gravity beard interns. And, I, and actually I'm going to turn to you, Keith. Okay. What, what, how would you, how would you describe or explain the community? Because, and let me just to qualify that the reason I'm going to you is because I had a certain idea uh, behind the group, but then you got involved very early, and I think you're a big part of how it evolved so quickly into what it is today. Uh, the intern group is, especially the Gravity Beer one, is a place that's kind of built a uh, its own like separate world, I guess to to some extent in the in the way that it's not just people sharing uh, just you know, content that they find online and it's not people just interacting with the show in general, but like it's people that have taken up like an active part of, 
the fictitious world that the Gravity Beard has kind of put behind it as far as like an internship. And right. suddenly the Gravity Beard is a company and everyone kind of bought into this. Like it's an extra layer as opposed to like other groups where it's like people come on, they talk about the show and they maybe try to interact with the host. This one actually built like its own separate thing all around it that allowed for more back and forth and interactivity with everyone. Yeah. So really quickly it turned into, it wasn't just a Facebook group. It turned into kind of a universe of sorts Mm -hmm. where it's got kind of its own lore and fabric Mm -hmm. and all those things. And really quickly people gave themselves. So, so essentially what you're explaining is, is everybody in the group is kind of pretending that they're interns for a company that doesn't exist. Yeah. And so people are giving each other's titles and taking on roles and, uh, we, we, we've got a, a campus that doesn't actually <laughs> exist that we keep expanding and adding different elements to. That's right. And so, so yeah, it's not just a group of people in a Facebook group engaging with the creators of a podcast. It, there's kind of been a universe that's been created and everybody's having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And so the, it makes a little bit more of a, I think like a unique interactive experience Yeah, because people have actually said like they've taken like their specific role and actually kind of, um, made sure that their interaction is, is kind of focusing in on a certain, on a certain aspect, you know, uh, whether it be, you know, the cafeteria or the library or, um, I mean, uh, people are, people are allowed to put whatever information they want and then there's hashtags to follow along, but then you have the certain members that, who tend to post certain things a little bit more, uh, than others. And so each, everybody's found their own little niche within the the activity of interacting. I don't yeah. think you see that in a lot of other groups. Yeah, that's I, think a great that, I think what that does is it enables the group to interact in a very specific way, mm-hmm. so yep. that you're, it's not just a catch all for stuff you find online or or, what, or just discussion. Because there's, cause there's a lot of good. groups like that. Yeah, and, 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 and those, those are, are great. fun. Yeah, but when you have that here, it's like, oh, hey, you're the sports turn. I'm gonna send something sports related to this and then we're going to discuss this in this world and like oh yeah. like the food aspect that you just mentioned like the the cafeteria so everybody kind of has like a by finding something you find interesting that relates to somebody else then you have engaged that person in a conversation specifically to them and then when somebody says that same thing to you now you want to engage because they thought of you in this aspect so i think yeah. it kind of makes a, a focused uh, interaction more than just like a general catch-all for internet stuff well it, there's a framework to work within Right. And most other ones, when a new member comes in, it's like, hey, welcome our new member. And it's, you know, either, you know, show them a GIF or just say hello or welcome and stuff. Right. I mean, like, there's a whole, like, rundown now of, <laughs> yeah, it's a please, please make sure you talk to uh, me to, to, you know, get to talk to HR and get your, you know, right. all this stuff. Please stop by the local store and get your, you know, your food card for the cafeteria and all these other things that are there that you don't see other places. Like it's a whole like lore that's been built around it. Yeah. We, when, when someone joins the group, we treat them like an, like the, like it's a new employee going through the onboarding process. Mm-hmm. And it's an easy way to bring them into the engagement. Like you're, yeah. Hey, welcome to our group. We're bringing mm-hmm. you in. You can choose how you want to interact. The now. great thing about that is though, we don't really explain it. Like they might be completely confused about all of that stuff, but it keeps but working. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps working. That's true. <laughs> Uh, Shannon asks uh, how many members, uh, stats, things like that. Uh, a million, million. Yeah. I think we're over a million. Over now. a million. No, yeah. no we, we've got about two, plus or minus two hundred and thirty people in the group. 
Uh, and it's held. It, there was a period a few months ago where it grew a little more, you know, grew a little faster. But we've kind of flattened out right there. But it, there was always 180, 90 something, and then it grew into the two hundred, early two hundreds, and yeah. And so that, that's where it is at the moment. So, but and, and then at that point, Chris got everyone in his improv group in, and, and then it leveled up. I did. I did do that because I, I got involved in improv ship. Lo- locally, and then yeah, and, <laughs> and then a lot of them joined in and whatnot. Um, yeah, so so that that's how big the group is, and there's probably it's hard to gauge because it changes. But Keith, how many people would you say are at, say active? Like for twenty or 30, 40? Uh, Ten, yeah, at least probably at least forty um, 10, that are 20%. on a constant regular. Yeah, there's probably thirty that are on a very constant. Another ten that will chime in based on their availability. Yeah, um, and then everyone else is is. Yeah very random or just they're they're like just looking in so a, f- a few more things just behind the numbers at its peak now it's it's dropped off here lately but still a, a really big number but at its peak so facebook doesn't give you a lot of metrics for a group this small it gives you uh it, it gives you a total number for uh responses which is like likes and whatever uh and then comments and then posts it, it gives you a total number of those three things and at its peak we were at twenty three thousand every 28 days so that number was so that what that breaks down to is um, just under it was like a minute and fifty one seconds. Someone was interacting with the group every one minute and fifty one seconds. Now it's it's dropped down, so now it's probably like someone's interacting with the group every five or six minutes for twenty four hours a day over a twenty eight day period. So so the group was, it gets a lot of steady even it, so like knowing that it's only twenty or thirty or forty people. That's a small group of people that are right. interacting a ton um, on a lot of di- in a lot of different ways. Shannon also asked, "Why did you start the group?" I won't go into the whole backstory because we've covered that on the show a number of different times. But I, I wasn't going to do a Facebook group. I didn't want to because uh, I-, I couldn't keep up with it. The show was enough work as it is. But um, Chris Brayton, who at the time was hosting a show called the More Good Than Podcast. Uh, I was out of his house and he said, hey, you need to start a, a Facebook group for your show. And I immediately dismissed him. And and then... <laughs> As that was, most people do. <laughs> and, and then that, that was in late April and like th- three weeks later or something, I was I was at my desk at work not wanting to work and I impulsively started the group. And it, there was a bit on the show a long time ago where I, I made up a, 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 a narrative that I was doing at the very end of each episode before the credits... I was doing this fake narrative where I was looking for an intern for the show and all the problems I was having. And that went for several episodes. And so because of that, Chris said, Hey, you should call the group, the gravity beard interns. So starting the group and the name of it was actually Chris's idea. Uh, And like I said, so there's two critical things I want to share about this. One is uh, there's, there's kind of, um, there was, there was a hesitation. I, I, I wanted the group to grow organically, but then I, I didn't think it would actually do that. And so I hesitated at first, but then what I decided to do is just go through my, my friend group on Facebook and invite as many people as I thought that had a certain criteria. And the criteria was basically people that had the same kind of sense of humor and sensitivity that I did to those things. People that were pretty laid back. They weren't super uptight. They wouldn't get upset over trivial things. Mm-hmm. Just pretty, a pretty chill group of, thing, group of people. And I went through my Facebook group and I came up with like 170 or 100, 180 people or something. And I put them all in there, which basically just means that you sent out invitations. Facebook, I think, has changed now. But, but I just invited all those people. And I just figured, you know, if they're annoyed or they don't want to be in the group, like with a click of a button, they can leave the group. So it wasn't that much of an inconvenience. And that's how I populated the group. So it was a... But 
what was interesting though is that it was all of these people that I've known all of my life that I was connected with on Facebook from all different parts of my life, whether it be childhood and school times or college friends or work friends or podcast friends or no matter where I knew them from, it was all these people from all these different places and times in my life all mixed together. And the only thought that I had behind the group was I want to do this social experiment and just throw all these people in the same stew. And like based on my criteria, if they all have this in common, how all these people that don't know each other, how are they going to mix? And so that's what I did. That's what the idea was. And, and then I, in the beginning, I just seeded it with, with just some basic information, just some interesting news stories or some different things we talked about on the show or whatever. And then Keith joined really, really early on. And then I think you were a, a big part of how it kind of turned this corner and became this world that we very quickly started to build. Um, but it started as as kind of a social stew, an experiment that I was running on Facebook. And that's where it came from. And that's why I started it. The next question was, why did you think it would be an important part or extension of the podcast? Uh, well, I just answered that. I, 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 didn't, <laughs> I want, didn't. I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, I, I had no use for any more social media than what I already had, which I was wrong. It, it, it actually worked. Any challenges? I don't know. What What would you say are some challenges? Do you time. know what I mean? Yeah, time for sure. Time. Yeah. It's There's so much there and there's so much potential there that you just can't, there's not enough time to act on all of it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Keith, do you identify any challenges with it? Um, I think recently, like we, you know, you guys had noticed that a handful of people hadn't been chiming in as much. And yeah, I mean, you can't control other people's right. schedules and their lives and what's going on. And you know, something like, oh, well, we like there's a lot of people that was like, we miss you guys. We yeah. enjoyed your interacting. If you guys got time, please come back and and, yeah. and be. And it was, you know, it wasn't like them posting stuff, but like also comments missing. Uh, from people and and so I think that's the one thing is just and it is with like any anything you do is like okay you get the hyper and it's rolling along and it's rolling along and then mm-hmm. how do you maintain sure. that level of interaction with people and, and get people to continue on because people's lives change they have to do other stuff they just get busy they just have lives mm-hmm. Th- that, that reminds me of two other things that I want to talk about regarding just the culture of the group so the other thing we don't really have rules in the group per se there's there's kind of an unspoken rule that that this group is kind of an escape for people and so we we're just we've just all agreed that we're not going to talk about serious things going on out in the real world so no politics no religion nothing nothing polarizing that's in the news no, nothing like that at all polarizing things just yeah, not th- in th- the news th- thank you but but do you understand what i'm saying so yeah. And all of us are are grown adults, and we recognize that all of those things that are going on out in the real world are very serious, and we take them seriously. But we also know that just to be a healthy person emotionally, that you do need a place to go where you can you can mm-hmm. escape a little bit. Yeah. And so for that reason, everybody just kind of has an understanding. It's an unspoken rule that we we don't talk about any of that stuff. And and I have you know deleted a hand just a very small handful of posts if it if someone makes a political comment or something that I think is going to head in that direction, I I just delete it real quick. And that hasn't happened a lot, but I've done it just to try to maintain that. And I think everyone likes and appreciates that being true in the group. It's had a positive I think net gain. Yeah. You know, just in the general you know. Yeah. All right. I mean because and I think you said it best. You can find any of that stuff anywhere you want to on the pod, like anywhere on the internet. Yeah, I've said, here, I, what, what I've said before is you can literally discuss or find that anywhere else out in the world. We're just not going to do it here, right? And so that, right. and and also to your point of, of, we've reached out to people recently and said, just hey, where you been? 
we we do even though we're joking we're pretending to be interns at a company and all that kind of stuff we also have become a group of friends where we genuinely care about each other and so yeah we're friends so if there is something going on with whoever a lot of times we'll know that and and so we we do treat each other kind of in that way there is kind of yeah, I think that's part of the culture of the group. 100% agree. I think yeah. he said it best. I mean, if your biggest challenge is that you don't get to hear from your friends enough, that's right. a good place to yeah. be. Yeah. 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 Well, and there have been more more than a couple of people more than once have told me in some either this exact way or some in similar way have told me this is their favorite place on the internet. Yeah. They've told me that. Which you can imagine how that makes me feel. I feel incredible that we've created a place that, that that's how they want to express how they feel about what we've created. Right. That's incredibly gratifying as as the, the person behind it, uh, because I feel the same way. I need this. I need yeah. it. I need this group of people, and I need this environment yeah. at, at certain times. I will say one other like separate challenge that I run into because I do interact in there as much as I do is my non-gravity beard feed of Facebook <laughs> sometimes <laughs> right. does not exist. Right. And, yeah. um, and, and, and so like every now and then I'll see something from somebody who I used to see a lot of posts before. I'm like, Oh yeah. The algorithm is really kicking in on, yeah. on, yeah. on the group that I'm in and, and yeah. how much is interacting there. And then I don't, uh, here's what is also a reason why, like I get, a, I do get friend requests from people in the group Yeah, and I, I won't add them. Because I'm already seeing a lot of stuff from them in right. in, in, in the Gravity Beard uh, group. Well, that that's an interesting decision that I've had to make. Is I I've all but ignored my personal feed, but I've started posting personal things about my family and children and things in the group because it it does. There's not a lot of that, but it it is personal. We 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 are acting like real people towards each other. So right. I mean, I'll I'll post adorable or hilarious things about my kids or whatever and. Adorable so, subjective. <laughs> wow. Uh, any, in any case, uh, yeah. So, so, so people are welcome to do that. We said, hey, post funny pictures or videos of your children, and they've done that, and that's fun. So, yeah. there's there is that personal mm-hmm. element too. Best part or benefit? I think we kind of rolled that answer into what mm-hmm. we just said. So well, you you basically create a whole another version of the show as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I won't tell that whole story either. But the, the success of the Facebook group turned our podcast on its head. Whereas it was supposed to be a very supplemental thing or, or kind of an end around to engage people in the show. And instead it turned into its own thing. And, and now we, we do the longest episodes by far that we do on our feed are stuff is the, the episodes about the our staff meetings about what goes on in the group. So, uh, didn't expect that at all. Um, really enjoying that part of it, but it, but it's turned everything upside down. You know, I do have one challenge, and we don't have to expound on this very much, but the Good. real challenge that I find is when people don't vote the way I want them to in our polls. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. All right, moving on. We're, well, we're, we're actually going to get to that. We'll get to that briefly. Uh, the, the next question is, have you seen positive impacts on the podcast specifically or related projects, and can you share them? We just kind of touched on that. It, it, it totally turned the podcast upside down, and the show very much at times is about the podcast group in, you know, with our episodes, the staff meetings. But, but also, creativity begets other creativity. So as we've enjoyed the Gravity Beard Interns universe, we've, we've toyed around with, we haven't launched any of these things, but we've toyed around with related projects. We've, we've got the GBI superhero universe that we've th- thought about uh, growing. Uh, we did GBI files, which is kind of on, you know, is out there to be worked on and other things like that. We just are recently talking about experimenting or rolling out something in an RPG, a tabletop RPG format. So 
there's definitely been other things that it's inspired and, and, yeah. and impacted the show. Uh, for sure. And and sh- sure, now that we've got a group where people are engaged and responsive, even our other episodes that aren't related to everything going on in the group, we're getting more response and more engagement on that stuff. So yeah. it's, it certainly has impacted that as well. For sure. Okay, now we'll get around to what you just in, uh, inferred <laughs> or referenced. <laughs> what are some fun things you do in the group and things that have made it unique? We'll definitely kick off this response with elimination polls, for sure. First of all, the whole universe that was created, that's all completely unique. And, and that expands and changes and evolves constantly. Like, we just we just did an episode that hasn't released yet where we talked about, what did we just add? We had a groundskeeper for yep. the crew. What was the other? We had an arboretum. We now have an arboretum on our the campus. Arboretum, yep. <laughs> so there's, there's constantly things. Our campus sports is constantly complex. growing. We have a sports complex, including an auditorium. But Elimination Polls, which was the creation of Paul Choma from Farman's Podcast, polls are, is a huge part of what we do on, yeah. in, in the group. So if there's anything to be debated, and, and just to explain that, during one of these polls, I was having a Facebook or a text exchange with Paul, and we realized how serious of a conversation we were having over this thing we were discussing via text. And he, he put in a, te- a response back to me, we're having a very serious conversation about the dumbest thing ever. Right, and I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> tagline!" Mm-hmm. And that instantly in that conversation became the the whole backbone for the entire group. We're like that's what we that's what we're doing. Yeah. So some people some people have said this is the Seinfeld of of podcasters or Seinfeld of podcast groups, and I think that kind of nails it. It's kind of a blend between the TV show The Office and Seinfeld. We're right. in an office environment where that's the world we've created, but it's kind of all about nothing, and we're very serious about our nothing. Well, the, and I think that the poll started off fairly innocuously, like most polls do, just a kind of a general question, and one of them blew up. And then you and I got into it on the show about it. Do you remember which one it was? It was... Uh, was it the potato poll? When occurs oh, no. when you're on the majority oh, side. Oh, oh. I, well, there was once early on about... It was stupid stuff like bar soap versus body wash body or wash, something right. stupid like that. They, and, yeah, they used to be like just one thing versus another. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and like, then Paul decided to make the elimination version. That's correct. Right. And that's... I mean, people threatened to leave the group over choices <laughs> of soups. Well, what... And, <laughs> The thing was that in, in the spirit of engagement, like people began to answer very passionately about things right. like their favorite soup right. or what's better in the potato and what form is best. Well, so so the way that an elimination poll works is that he does a preliminary poll so you can nominate what's going to be included because an elimination poll is only for the top 14 because he runs it for 14 days straight. Right. And then whoever makes the top 14, and then it's an elimination poll. So you vote for your least favorite, and then right. it's kind of last man standing. But people right. don't do that. <laughs> people, it, it, no matter how many elimination polls we've done. Well, mm-hmm. so, he, so here's one more thing that that reminds me of is the members in our group. First of all, there is an age range. We're probably mostly in somewhere in the early 30s to yeah. early 50s well, with, some, with some outliers. Early, right? early hundreds like Jim. <laughs> right. with, with, with some outliers. But generally, we're, we're yeah. middle-aged adults. Yeah. We're all, most of them are highly educated. A lot of them are, many of them are in professional fields. Right. We have actual members of NASA. Uh, yeah. we, have, we have another member in, in Australia that is a rocket scientist. Yeah. We, we don't we, have a, a group of slouches, that's no, we for have, sure. We have, we have architects. We have, it's a bunch of professionals. A lot really, of really smart, funny, creative people. <laughs> and yet I'm the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point is, is that these are grown adults that, are, that operate in professional fields that are highly educated and very smart. Right. So and, to be to devolve into a poll that will infuriate you. <laughs> right. So, so we have elimination polls where we've argued about 
potatoes and cereal and and desserts, desserts and and, and superhero characters and TV shows and but people argue from a very intellectual perspective because they're very smart. It's very true. It's yeah. very true. And and I find that people are very passionate about that. And then That's at the right. end of it, you're like, nobody wins, and yet we'll do the next poll. Yeah. So so everyone goes at each other's throats. It gets really strategic and tries to make their their favorite option win with kindness. Somehow but, yeah. this has maintained a but, kindness. And then at the end, everybody's fine. Yeah. Like they might be they might be really upset about the result, but everybody's not mad at each other. Right, because it's a poll and it's ridiculous. So you right. can have an impassioned point of view. Uh, well, that I think nothing. that just speaks to that's that's the the um that's the culture of the group. Like we all know that we're we're going to be serious but not really serious. Right. I mean, the right. potato poll got its own episode with people writing letters back from the <laughs> the front lines yes. of the Great Potato War. Yes. It, 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 for those listening at the Sh- um, Shanghai Podfest, if you just listen to the one about the potato wars, that's a perfect example. That's a great episode. To tr- that's a snapshot mm. of how the group works, that one right. episode. Something happens in the group, and then it gets brought to the show. Well, th- those are all the questions, but there's any other, any other besides elimination polls, is there any other, we've talked a lot about it, but any other fun things or unique things about the group that kind of make it tick? Well, I think the real crux is the whole intern philosophy and world. Yeah. And the polls are kind of what, it's an easy win for constant engagement. And those two things, I think, really drive everything else that goes on in the group. Well, I think human nature is people just like voting on things. Agreed. And so that's, all people I think, have done uh, Facebook Lives. Yeah. Every now and then of yeah. doing like weird stuff, like sure. shaving their their mustache clay did that right mm-hmm. he he had us vote on how to shave his mustache yeah and then went through with um what did he give himself the colonel mustard no, no. i think it, was, it wasn't it was the what's the mustard i don't remember yeah, it's him. the one that goes down and then up yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> that and, and that was a, a poll that people <laughs> right. voted and then That's he right. backed and it up by doing right. we, we, he facebook lived himself shaving from a full beard down to that. Yeah, that was Clay Gross from the Fish Nerds podcast mm-hmm. who's uh, busy with a lot of his own stuff, but he's nice enough to do a lot of fun yeah. stuff in our group. But we've done a lot with Facebook Live. We've done uh, eat, challenges, eating challenges. challenges. You made a bologna and mayonnaise or cream cheese cake or something? Yeah, it was a bologna oh, cake. I forgot about that. It was a bologna cake that I made. And uh, cool. Casey Jones has fulfilled an eating challenge. There's been a couple others. So we've yeah. done those. So um, things, a lot of things like actually, that. I cooked um, some fiddleheads that Clay yes. sent me. Yeah, so so he went forging for fiddleheads, right. sent them to you in Florida, Yep, and you cooked them per his instructions that's and, right. and ate them on air on Facebook that's right. Live. That's yeah. right. So, so I mean, there's, and then and that's not the only thing. Like, when I was with Keith, we, we did a Facebook Live of our time mm-hmm. together. I mean, like, the, the group has insane engagement yeah. that, that people just subscribe to that this is going to be fun, and everyone supports one another. So it's like, I'm really glad to see you. Glad to see, hear how you're doing. Glad to see you doing this fun thing. So I went, I recently went on vacation. I called in from Jamaica because I was like, this is going to be fun. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Road road trip, road trip audio diaries. Yep. I mean, a whole, a whole other realm. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's some good examples. Well, we don't want to take too much more time. So that's, that's kind of it. I hope that kind of gives a good explanation of, of kind of what we've done and how we've gotten the engagement we have. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Well, thank you to Podbean and thank you to Shannon Martin. Hope everybody's enjoying Shanghai Podfest and, and that's it. Thanks everybody. All right. Later. Thanks for joining us for podcasting smarter. You can check our show notes at podcast.podbean.com for links and details. Please like our podcast, leave your comments and help us spread the word to other podcasters so we can bring you more great episodes with podcasting tips and inspiration from fellow podcasters. If you want to connect with other podcasters or get interviewed on this podcast, please join our Podcasting Smarter Facebook group. 
we look forward to welcoming you to the community. Happy podcasting. <laughs>